Welcome to Creative MKE, a conversation show from Imagine MKE, where we talk to creative leaders in Milwaukee and beyond to highlight all the incredible transformative power of their work in our region. We hope that after listening to the pod, you'll be able to imagine our city's arts and culture ecosystem and all the awesome artists, organizations, and creative assets within it in a new way. I'm your host, Elizabeth Gasparka. Hey there, listeners. Elizabeth here. For all you lovers of Milwaukee's music scene, I've got a treat for you this week. For this episode, I spoke with Joey Turbo, a Milwaukee musician turned business owner who runs Promises on National Ave. Since the end of July this year, Promises has been operating as a bar and venue and a lively Packer game watch spot, karaoke performance space, and much more. In our interview, we spoke about Joey's journey to opening the bar and the vision and ethos that guides him and co-owner Casey Hughes, his former bandmate from Platinum Boys. In our conversation, Joey shared about how the care and leadership of others and experiences of hospitality that he had while touring with bands influenced him to create promises and operate with an intention for making space for a range of diverse experiences for the customers and artists who come through. Promises is a little bit dive bar, a little bit Packer bar, a touch of Meow Wolf, and a bit of a shrine to pop artists and Milwaukee icons. And it is part of the engine of our creative economy. Joey and his co-owner employ artists and musicians and are focused on keeping overhead costs low so they can pay artists fairly for sharing their craft and keep drinks and shows affordable for customers. After we recorded our interview, I decided to head to the bar as my brother was coming into town. We found Joey in the back room, the main stage area, a historic space with high ceilings, original wood floors, a pool table, painted sound booth, banners of icons and friends photoshopped wearing Promises jerseys, a taxidermy antelope, and various other oddities. True to form, he and a friend had just installed a basketball backboard and net in the space, and were enjoying testing it out. Thanks so much for being here. I hope you enjoy our conversation. And a shout out of thanks to the Shepherd Express for their support of Creative MKE. If you enjoy this coverage of Milwaukee's arts and culture scene, I hope you'll take a moment to subscribe, leave a rating or review, and share the episode with a friend. Now, my conversation with Joey Turbo of Promises. Hey, welcome, Joey. Hello. Really excited to talk to you about Promises and how you got to where you are as a small business owner here in Milwaukee. I'm excited to be here to talk about Promises. Well, before we jump in, I want to just kick us off by asking you to share with our listeners a short story of an arts or cultural experience from your life that left a strong imprint on you. I would say when maybe like six years ago, I was in a band Platinum Boys and we toured Europe and seeing the difference between traveling and playing music there versus here in the States left a huge impact on me as far as how things are done and how things are perceived. Yeah, just overall hospitality 
that was probably the most impactful part from like a booking promotional standpoint of how to treat other groups. Mm. Yeah. So you took some lessons from your experience and have implemented them in Milwaukee? I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. That's the kind of the goal. Because there's, I mean, there's certain things that are just different, of course, but um, it kind of just like, I thought things were just one way. My mind was a little narrow as far as how like the touring life went and for the kind of like under, not a hyper-national band or whatever. Mm -hmm. You experienced one standard in the United States and then Europe really showed you that it was a different way? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, like no one knew who the hell we were. And, you know, we'd see a poster with our band on it and no other supporting band. And be like, well, no one's going to come to the show. Like, why, why would they? And then there would be a packed show and people would buy our records and let us stay at their house and make us food. And hmm. so it's kind of like, it kind of like revamped my, my passion for wanting to do all this stuff. Well, for the listeners who, you know, may be familiar with Platinum Boys and for those who are not, why don't you share a little bit about your creative background and your trajectory to becoming the owner of the bar and venue Promises? So I've been playing in bands since I was like 12. Wow. Just kind of something I was wanted to do as a kid. And then my two best friends um, both played instruments and I did not. So my mom bought me a bass because I was one of them played guitar, one played drums. So I didn't have much of a say in it, <laughs> and uh, so that kind of like started the thing. And then um, I was in a the first like touring band I was in was Catacombs, mm. psychedelic rock and roll band. Where we bought a three hundred dollar van <laughs> and toured the USA at like eighteen, not really knowing what the hell we were doing. Wow! And then from there. Just kept moving forward with different projects. And uh, I'm in a group called Rio Turbo that we actually just had our last show. And that was kind of put together for the sake of being able to support touring bands that were coming through. There was mm-hmm. like a night friends of mine were coming to play and I couldn't find anyone to play. So I started a band. And then <laughs> it was like that kind of thing. And then Platinum Boys was the first band I was in that had like a record put out. And mm-hmm toured out of the country and stuff like that and i've been treated so well by so many people you know give me chances to do really cool things here mm. i feel like i'm at a point in my life now with promises where it's kind of my like returning the favor mm. that's awesome so what's your connection to milwaukee initially why is this something that you've that you've built here um, I just, so the same two guys that I started the first band with, they were going to college after high school and it happened to be here in Milwaukee and I didn't know what I was doing. I wasn't going <laughs> to stay at home. And so I just moved here and then fell in love with it. Still love it. What do you think is unique about the arts community in Milwaukee? It's humble. It's like, a People work their butts off and low expectations of the return. Mm. It's out of like passion. It's out of the actual love of the game. Um, and it, of course, that exists other places too. 
you know, it doesn't end up on the map very often, you know, so like you don't do it here to get rich. You don't do it here to end up in a magazine. You do it because you love it. And that's kind of contagious to me. Mm. It's real. It just feels very authentic. I love that. Yeah. yeah, I will share with you. I'm also a Milwaukee import and my I had like very little impressions of Milwaukee before I moved here for an internship in 2010. But one of them was this woman that I went to college with who grew up in Shorewood and she wrote a novella with like all these vignettes about Milwaukee's underground music scene. And I like yeah. got a whiff of that and was like, huh, that sounds really cool. Yeah. I want to see about that. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, and it's not like, I think it's documented pretty well in the city itself, but yeah, like outside of it, not too many people know. And then they come here and they witness it, experience it. And there's so many people doing great things here that they're kind of blown away. If they mm. don't have any expectation, then I think most, uh, there's a lot of people that surpass that. Mm. Which I guess yeah. is difficult if you don't have any expectation, but they go far past that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to, um, do you want to give a shout out to any folks who are operating in your sphere who fuel you and, and fill you with inspiration? Oh um, yeah. Uh, Kelsey Kaufman, the owner of Cactus Club. Yeah. One of my best friends um, and really just crushes it since I've met them years and years ago, uh, kind of, <laughs> like inspired me and it influenced me in like a correct way to do things mm. um, as well as my friend Eric Schultz who I play in a band with Peroxide he's been setting up shows forever and he's one of the most like selfless people I've ever met you know he'll pay money out of his pocket to make sure that bands have gas money uh, he'll drive you around give you his van <laughs> go on tour you know and <laughs> Not charge you anything for it. Oh. And Jeremy Prock, uh, who's kind of a mentor of mine, I guess. Um, he runs like the Riverwest 24 mm. and does a bunch of cool things. But he kind of has shown me different ways to, that like nothing's impossible. Like if you have a cool idea, if you think it's a cool idea and you give a, if you care about it, you can do it. And it might fall on his face, but as long as it's real. Mm. Mm -hmm. So a little bit of a left turn here. I got to know, where does the name Promises come from? That was something I didn't, or we didn't think about when we named it. And of course we should have, because we're asked that question quite a bit. <laughs> it really doesn't come from anywhere. We were trying to come up with a name that we could define, I guess. Mm. As a mm -hmm. as a establishment, as a venue, you know, it could be like a nail salon or a <laughs> gentleman's club or so. You know, like there's not like really like a a thing. It doesn't sound like other places around here. You mm -hmm. know, so just kind of it just hit. I don't know. That's really it. There's not. A, I wish there was a really cool story. Mm. <laughs> there isn't. We just wanted. A, we just wanted a name that we could define mm -hmm. in Milwaukee. And it's sort of so open-ended that it gives every person the opportunity to kind of think of their own connection to it. Yeah. And I guess that's kind of the, yeah, like what, what does a promise mean to you, I guess. Right. Mm -hmm. So how long has promises been up and running at this point? 
Oh, we, the first day was end of July, the 20th. Awesome. So just a few months, still a little baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because even it feels like that was a lifetime ago, like the first day versus now. Yeah. And there's still so much we want to do. So it's kind of a, it's a whirlwind of, of time. <laughs> I have a few questions as a follow-up. How do you describe promises to people when you reconnect with them for maybe the first time in a while? Um, it's basically like getting inside of like my brain and Casey's brain. <laughs> like, like if you know us, that would make sense, I suppose. Uh, and if you don't know us, then I have a hard time explaining it, honestly. Mm. There's not really a goal of like what we're trying to accomplish as mm-hmm. far as the, it's just happening. It's like mm-hmm. always happening. Yeah. So some days I almost feel content. And then some days I feel like it's going to take another 50 years before I'll be satisfied. Mm-hmm. My impression as a as a customer is that it's like this is what I like to hear. I like to hear. Yeah, this. yeah. It's like part dive bar, part Packer bar, part Meow Wolf, part Maddie Pappas Shrine <laughs> <laughs> slash Milwaukee Icon Shrine. That's my that's my impression so far. Yeah, that's a that's an accurate impression, and like just to create like a space that you can. It doesn't like necessarily direct anyone to a you know you can like one of those things mm-hmm. not like the other thing you know you can like a, mm. a wild time and some kind of out there music or whatever and not like sports mm-hmm. and still have a good time here totally and, i i feel like the grace jones poster on the wall was a great addition yes yeah that's it's a cool thing to see when you go to work i've never worked at a spot where i get to <laughs> I guess there'd be no excuse for it now, but put whatever I want on the wall, I suppose. So what are your goals from here? Um to keep making it better for everybody to listen. Because they have this opportunity has been so cool. And there's so like so many people have had a hand in like making this what it is now. I guess that's another reason why it's hard to define. Mm is because it's not one kind of person. And so I want to continue that and just keep working towards a space that can be utilized and enjoyed by, you know, the all the weirdos here in Milwaukee, you know, anyone. You can take your ma here, you can, your date, your strangest friend, whatever, you know, it's all a nice time together. That's my goal. Excellent. And to stay in business. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, yeah, how Promises is functioning right now. Um, Can you talk about how it's contributing to the creative economy in Milwaukee? Like all the creatives who are living and working here, the bands that are coming through. I'd love if you could just break that down a little bit. Yeah. Well, so an important part of this is to create a spot where that can be utilized by you know, pretty much any sort of artist here without you know any kind of like expectation, any kind of financial situation. You know, like we can, we're extremely flexible on everything. And we want to 
create a zone where you can express yourself in a way that you can also be get the compensation you deserve. Mm-hmm. Um, so our intent, and I think we've executed it thus far, is to make it extremely affordable to utilize this space and make sure that you know we give as much money as possible to any of the artists that perform here. It's a very super low overhead by design. <laughs> and for the artist, I feel like that's kind of like the, because that was always a difficult aspect of being in a band was it's expensive. And yeah. I'd probably say out of the two decades I've been playing, I've made about negative $40,000. You know, oh, like a, man. But it's kind of, it's for, again, it's for the love of the game. But yeah. like, so it's neat to have a place where artists that do have the enthusiasm, the yeah attitude, you know, that I look for, I guess, um, to be able to get compensated for their love, for their passion. Yeah. And affordable place for the people that enjoy supporting the arts to go. Mm-hmm. So kind of keeping that balance of bringing enough in to support the artists and making it affordable enough for the people that want to support them. Mm-hmm. Scared away by a price tag. That's a really important balance to try to strike. And I'm sure it's really not easy at all, but it sounds yeah. really meaningful that you've been able to take your experience as an artist and try to shift the balance, right? Try to shift, you know, as a business owner, I mean, you're influencing in the choices that you make and the way you choose to do things. You're setting a standard, right? You're contributing to a standard that Milwaukee will be known for, for touring yeah. bands. And that was and- something going into it was that we get to set the precedent. Well, I've been to a million places, you know, and some places you like do it well, how they do it, but I don't really care about it. Like I'm going to do it this way because I believe in it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, and we don't. We're not looking. We don't. We're not gonna get rich. If we get rich off this, we f- up. <laughs> that's my. Like, that's my. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. it's. That's not the reason of doing this. It's to just create a space for other people to be able to do their thing and mm. put some food in their bellies and continue to be able to work on their craft. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, Joey, in a few words, I know you've said a lot about sort of the ethos of promises and about the experience and how inclusive you want it to be. But I'd love if you could try to distill in a few words, what can someone expect from a visit to promises? Future old friends. Hmm. Maybe find yourself a little bit here. I hope it's neutral enough that you can be you. Mm. Um, yeah. And a smile, you know, <laughs> whether it's on the face or in the heart, like go to sleep happy. I think you can find that here. That's beautiful. I love <laughs> that. Well, I'm just going to ask you two more questions. This has been really fun to chat with you. How can people find promises how and how can they learn more um well as you learned on this uh setting up this podcast with me my technology skills are not very hot <laughs> so we have an instagram 
it's at Promises Milwaukee. Um, that is our main source of social media and advertising for ourselves. Then any like booking questions or anything like that, Promises Milwaukee at Gmail would be the place to send that. Or come in. Come in and bug me. I love it. You know, because you're not actually bugging me. Like it's, that's the, you can learn a lot by just coming here. Give it a shake. And if you awesome. don't like it, pay your tab. <laughs> Careful. This, this lasts, <laughs> Going on record. This deal lasts for three months, we'll say. <laughs> nice. Okay. Last question for you, Joey, before I let you go. I have the power of making the guests of the Creative MKE podcast Milwaukee's leader of arts and culture, but it only lasts for the next couple of minutes. So in the next couple of minutes, what policy or what thing do you want to enact? What do you, what do you want to do as the leader of arts and culture? Um, set the precedent of you can create awesomeness if you respect yourself, respect other people and be cool. Mm. <laughs> that's what, that's, the, that's my two cents. <laughs> Put that slogan on a billboard maybe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe a demand. Okay. Okay. A demand of all creatives who live here. Yeah. Be a law. <laughs> and I wonder how that would be enforced. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. That'd take me a little more time to think of. That's cool. I guess, I guess, I mean, if, well, if you it up, you know, it's within mm. yourself. Yeah. You know, if you mess up the, any of those things, right? And there's a community here to be accountable to as well. Absolutely. And that's like one of the, again, like the, where we fit. We wouldn't have started this place if we didn't think that there was a spot for it with everything else cool that's going on here. And to be a part of it is so fantastic. And like the love and help and support and that we've gotten from everybody you other club owners friends bands strangers it's been really neat awesome may it all continue into yeah. the future forever and uh before i let you go i just want to say thank you for for everything you do yeah thank you thank you this is really cool i appreciate your uh, what y'all are doing over there too so thanks and thanks for meeting me in the uh, technology sphere <laughs> yeah, I found you. I got lost. Yep. But I, <laughs> I appreciate it, Joey. Thanks so much for your time today. Yep. Have a great night. You too. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review, or contact us. Creative MKE is hosted, edited, and produced by me, Elizabeth Gasparka. The show's theme music was written and produced by Bobby Drake. To catch all the latest from Imagine MKE, hit us up at Twitter and Instagram at Imagine underscore MKE or Facebook, Imagine MKE.